All right, everybody. We're here with the Stacks Unabridged. I asked you earlier this year what kind of episodes you wanted to hear. And what I heard overwhelmingly is that you wanted a middle of the year, best books of the year, like we do at the end of the year. So I have rounded up the bookish troops, my favorite book bullies on the planet, my bookish people. And we're going to talk about the best book so far of 2023, the things we're most looking for for the sec- forward to for the second half of the year. And we're going to give you a backlist book that we've loved because we love old books around here. So without further ado, I will introduce my three book bully accomplices, starting with Greta Johnson, who you all know, host of the Nerd App podcast, friend of the podcast, and my personal human antithesis. Greta, welcome back. <laughs> so excited to be here. You know, Tracy, we have agreed on a couple different books lately. I just want to say that on the record for the public. I know, and know. I feel weird about it's, it. It is weird. I, feel, I think it's exciting. I feel sick. <laughs> I felt sick ever since. Uh, I feel like I don't want to do this anymore if you guys are agreeing. <laughs> don't worry. We won't agree for real. No. That voice you just heard is Lapita Aquino, our dear friend of the pod, repeat guest. She's the reader behind Lapita Reads. She's a book influencer who hates being called a book influencer. <laughs> Lupita, hi. Oh, yes, I do. I do. I Why do you hate they it? So much. Oh, uh, I don't know. Because I think that they box influencers in such a cringe place. Mm. And I, it's not that I don't want to be an influencer, but I don't think that what I do specifically would be considered influencing. You know, I feel like, yeah, maybe literally, but at the same time, like we're just a community giving each other book recommendations, right? So if you're going to do influence, if you're going to call me an influencer, call me an influential reader is what I, oh, I, I prefer. That. Okay. That's very sweet, but you are an influencer and I don't care what you say. <laughs> Own it. Enjoy it. You are an influencer. You influence me. Oh, Lord. And our third and final guest is new to the Stacks universe. It's Liberty Hardy, host of Book Riot's All the Books and reader of Approximately 500 to 600 books a year. Liberty. <laughs> how are you and how do you read so many books? Um, well, I don't have children, so that's usually a, a help right there. Although my cats are very badly behaved. Um, I don't really do much else. You know, I don't sleep. I sleep like two to four hours a night, which is really bad for you. Don't try this at home. Liberty. Um, that explains it because I'm also childless, but I like nine to ten hours of sleep. Yeah, a night. no, so I actively fight sleep. I still do. Like mm-hmm. I still to this day, even though I'm like 78 years old, I still fight sleep. <laughs> it's like I could be reading a book. I have um, no idea. Oh yeah. I I don't know how you do it. I have children now, but I never got close to 500 or 600 mm-hmm. books before I had children because uh, I, I like Greta. Apparently, we're agreeing a lot. <laughs> I, I need approximately 12 hours of sleep. Yeah. I don't know. I can barely do any less. Um, okay. I have gathered this meeting of the Book Sitters Book Club to discuss the best <laughs> things we've read so far from 2023. So I've asked you all to bring like two or three of your favorite reads so far this year. And then we'll also toss in our favorite backlist book that we've read this year. And in no particular order, we're going to start with Liberty. What's okay. your first first favorite so far of the year? So I think that Greta also read this one. Uh-oh. Um, so she'll probably say that she hates it. Uh, but <laughs> it's The Dog of the North by Elizabeth McKenzie. I haven't read it. I thought you did. Okay. No. Phew. So you I've never even later. heard of it. <laughs> I've can... never heard of it either. Really? I thought you said you were going to read it. But all the titles go by all the time. So I loved this book. 
And I will say, I loved Elizabeth McKenzie's first novel, which was The Portable of Babylon, which was nominated for the National Book Award. And I was doubly excited about this one because uh, Charles Portis is one of my very favorite authors. He died in 2020. He wrote a book called The Dog of the South. And this is an homage to that. It's this weird comedic road trip novel that's also like really heartfelt and, and will also like get you right in the feels. And it's about Ooh. this woman named Penny who is having like this crisis in her life. Her husband is cheating on her and she decides that the way to solve this is to leave him, leave her town, leave her job, like leave everything. She has grandparents who live in California um, who have some issues that need taken care of and she's been avoiding it. She also meets uh, her grandmother's accountant who has a medical emergency on the first night that she's there. And now she doesn't have any place to stay so she's gonna sleep in his van, which is called the Dog of the North. Like, all kinds of wacky things are going to happen. Um, but we also know, like, in between all of this, that her parents live in Australia, Her and they went missing five years ago. They got in a, in a van to go exploring because they love nature and science, and no one's ever seen them since. And so now she's thinking about going to Australia to go look for her parents again. It's this, like, really funny, weird book about grief and, like, uh, how everyone relates to family differently, and it's just dark humor, and I loved it so, so, so much. How long is this book? How, why did I talk about it so long? <laughs> no, I, well, no, I'm just wondering, because you it literally has like a thousand plot points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know, 320, maybe? Oh, so it's just like very fast paced. Oh, yeah, it's slapstick it's wacky got it all yeah. the time yeah got it got sense. it it's, it's i don't great. know you know what some of these people say they're doing comedy and then they'd be giving you a 600 page mm-hmm. book and i'm like it's <laughs> n- nothing's funny for 600 pages <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's, it's perfect for people who love kevin wilson mm. okay okay got it greta you like that kevin wilson i love kevin wilson you know what as you were describing it liberty i remember i did start that one and i couldn't get into it but i couldn't uh, tell you exactly why she- she cuts me. See? <laughs> the anti. The queen of anti. Oh, my God. You guys. Well, since, since she's already spoken, Greta, why don't you go next? Let's see if your book's any good. Oh, my we'll God. We'll be the judge of that. Oh, okay. Well. I love this. <laughs> so antagonistic. Okay. So um, I promise this isn't just going to be a giant plug for Nerd App Book Club. Um, but I want to, like, at least shout out a couple of titles of books we've had so far this year because I thought they were really great and really different and, like, part of a bigger, compelling conversation. One is our May selection, which is Take What You Need by Idra Novi. I thought it was beautiful. We just recorded the discussion for that today. and It was just so good. Also, Better the Blood by Michael Bennett, which Liberty turned me on to, is a detective novel that takes place in New Zealand. And it's very mm-hmm. much about, like, generational trauma and the history of colonialism and it is also very much not propaganda, and it's but it's still like a thrilling, propulsive mystery novel, which I loved. Um, but I would love to spend a couple more minutes talking about the adventures of Amina Al Sarafi because that's our June book club pick. It's by Shannon Chakraborty. It is not her first book. She also did a more fantasy series called the first one was called City of Brass, but this one is historical fantasy and it's about a Muslim lady pirate and it is so much fucking fun. I can't wait mm. to talk about it for book club. It's just like. It's just a romp, you know? It's one of those, like, there are all these mythical creatures, and she's this really sassy lady who still really honors her faith, which I think is such an interesting topic that, you know, especially to see it historically is just really fascinating. 
And it's an adventure story, which is just such a treat, I think, especially in the summer, you know? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love an adventure story. I love plot. So yes. I pre-approve this book. This so one's I've never heard plotty. of it. Yeah, it's really fun. I think you'd like it. Well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> it's so rare that I like a book. I can't I can't imagine that I would possibly like something. Uh, OK, Lupita, what do you have for us? I'm laughing extra hard because anytime I recommend a fiction book to Tracy, her first one of her first questions is always like, does it have a how plot? long is it? <laughs> Those are my two questions. How long is it? Does it have a plot? Okay. And I'm always like, oh, I don't know, because I'm not a plot person. Yeah, you know that's I mean? why like, I, I ask like... you that. I don't ask everyone that, but I ask you because you like yeah. vibes as as a plot like device. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. You know, I'm going to own it. Um, but my pick is that speaking of influencing is actually one of my favorite books of this year was your fault, Tracy. Yes. Um, you text me as you were reading it and you were like, have you read this book? I it's on my list for today, too, but I just took it off. I'm now I won't say it as one of my oh. favorites, but it's on my list for <laughs> talking about today. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. But we can love on it together. Yes, yes, yes. No, we can love on it together. Uh, so, yeah, you said, have you read it? I said no. And it's Hijab Butch Blues, yes. which is a memoir by um, Lema. I'm going to say her name. Lamia. Right. Uh, Lamia. Lamia. Mm-hmm. Lamia H. Um, and I thought it was just so beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, you know, it's about different aspects of her life coming of age. And she weaves in like, um, you know, Muslim, like her Muslim identity and her queerness in a way that I feel like. I've never seen done before with anything, mm-hmm. you know, and and I'm just fresh off coming off of this podcast on which I talked about what it was like growing up Catholic, which is like the, the whole podcast idea of theirs is dedicated to talking about growing up Catholic. And I just never really thought much about it and how it impacts like who you are and, you know, how you show up in the world. And so I feel like this book is that. And I just was like so obsessed with it. I'm still obsessed with it. And it also challenged me. Um, and so I love when a book challenges me where I'm not 100% like, oh, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm like thinking and I'm like growing, you know, um, and learning more about why it is that certain thing that, you know, they wrote about in in their memoir might have made me want to reevaluate something. Mm. So talk about vibes. This was all the vibes. This like was so good. Thank you, Tracy. You're welcome. I love being called an influencer, so I am honored. Um, I love this book so much. I put it on my list because I wasn't sure if you would mention it. And if you didn't, I was going to make it my final pick. Um, but everyone who's listening, who's like part of the Stacks Pack, they already know that I loved this book. We did an episode with Lamia. They're fantastic. The book is fantastic. If you have not read it, I I, I think it's got to be one of the memoirs of the year. And I read a lot of memoir and it definitely sticks out as like a really well done, inventive and smart way of writing memoir. Um, Okay, I'll go for my pick. I don't think anyone's going to say this but me, but it also will come as zero surprise on my listeners. So far, it's my number one book of the year. It's called We Were Once a Family by Roxana Asgarian. Um, It's the story of the Hart family murders, which 
I think people will be familiar with for a lot from a lot of different places. Um, but the story is of these two white women who adopted six black children. And then in 2018, they drove them off of a cliff, the oh, entire yeah. family. Yeah, it was like there was I a podcast about it. Story. Yeah, it was in the yeah. news. There was a podcast. It was like a fictionalization was a episode of Atlanta. Um, anyways, this journalist, Roxana Asgarian, basically flips the story and focuses entirely or almost entirely on the birth families of the six children and explains like the history of family separation, specifically in Texas, because both sets of the children, it was two separate families, three children from one family, three children from another who were both sets were adopted, but both sets were adopted out of Houston um, or the Houston area. So she delves really deep into like Texas family separation um, and family welfare and talks about the families that were left behind. And, and, you know, she talks about what happened and the crime and the two women who murdered those children, but she does it in a way that doesn't make them like the victims, which is how it's been presented in the public as like, they were these overwhelmed moms and it's much more nefarious than that. Mm -hmm. It's a much darker story. I love dark books as people know, but this book, even for me, I read it in about 36 hours because I literally was like, I can't sit with this story for too long. Like I was like, I just have to just push through. So I love it. I think it's one of the best books I've read this year. I think it's just fantastic. It's like a kind of a perversion of maybe a subversion of, uh, the true crime genre because of course it's a true crime story, but it's not treated that way. Um, so I just loved it. Highly, highly, highly recommend for those of you who like a little darkness with your Did pages. you listen to it on audio? Or oh did no, you read it I just like read it just book? off okay. the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I could listen okay. to it. I think it would make that me too sad. really hard, yeah. Okay. That's the end of this bonus teaser. And if you were having a good time, I'm sorry, don't be mad at me. But if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, head to patreon.com slash the stacks and join the stacks pack. You get a bonus episode like this one every single month. And joining the Patreon makes it possible for me to make the stacks every single week for free. So if you enjoy the show, if you want to support the work of the stacks, if you want bonus episodes, access to our Discord and a lot more, head to patreon.com slash the stacks and enjoy. Enjoy.